Hello, I'm Luca De Giglio, and this is the Web3 in Travel podcast, where you can learn about crypto, blockchain, and how the new internet will change travel. Today, I want to finally start talking about actual projects in the Web3 in Travel space. This is something I've actively tried to avoid for a long period until I could lay the basis of the discourse here. So I think we're ready for that. I won't talk about all of them. There's this many, luckily. Uh, I'll just talk about four I know a little bit better and I think are more consequential, at least at this stage in the market. And I have to admit, I am a bit wary of doing that because you risk making some people not too happy. You can always talk about the project in a better way or there's always mistakes. I, I haven't really studied them. I mean, I haven't really updated my knowledge of all of them before doing this podcast. This is more an introduction of what's going on. And then you will have all the tools to go and see these projects for yourself and get closer to them and maybe even give me some feedback. I will try to do this always keeping in mind the decentralization ladder, meaning some of these projects are more centralized, some are less centralized. And by now you have learned that there is a trade-off in choosing where to place yourself in this ladder. So if you want to do something really consequential or at least something usable today, you need to centralize a lot of the aspects of your project. If you want to stay pure in a way, uh, I don't like this characterization, but if you want to keep it really decentralized, then you can't do much. You have to wait or you have to focus your area to a very small subset of users. So I will talk today about Travala, D-Travel, Lock Trip, and winding tree. Actually, the reason I decided to talk about projects in this episode is because winding tree has launched something very decentralized, and I want to talk about this. Travala is probably the biggest in terms of bookings and volume, and it's a company which basically is saying, I think, I mean, the internal discussion is what can we do today differently from the classic OTAs? Uh, we can accept cryptocurrencies. So they are, they look and they are like a classic OTA, but you can pay in a very high number of cryptocurrencies. So you can make your booking and instead of paying with a credit card, you can use one of the cryptocurrencies in your wallet on several, if I'm not mistaken, on several different blockchains. So this is the value propositions today. proposition today. This is the unique value proposition. Um, until a few months ago, I was thinking this is not too interesting because myself, I, you know, I'm in crypto, but I don't really, I don't have this urgency to use my crypto for booking hotels. I'm perfectly fine with my credit cards. But then I went to Lisbon to eat Lisbon and uh, it's a conference about Ethereum. And I, I met people who say, no, no, I'm using Travala all the time because I earn money in crypto. Yeah, I have some fiat, but crypto went up so much that most of my money is in, in crypto and I, I earn crypto. So I need to spend this crypto 
And I don't want to do the unthinkable, which is exchange my crypto for fiat and paying fiat. This is like going back to an old version of money, very cumbersome. So I met people who book Travala all the time because they keep paying crypto. I kind of understood the, the value proposition and there's a certain demographic, you know, a growing demographic who's actually is using this website because of this value proposition. You can pay in crypto. Now, um, in terms of all the other potential decentralized aspects, there's tokenization. So they are actually tokenizing, which basically means incentivizing people to use them uh, to get you know, cash back in their token. They have people who bought their token, and so they are connected to the, to the project. They have uh, a vested interest in the project working. So in terms of decentralization, of the incentives, which is the tokenization, it's also a very interesting experiment and it seems to be successful. Now, in terms of what kind of hotels and apartments you can book, as far as I understand, until, unless it hasn't changed recently, they, they're using bad banks, they're using booking.com, I think they use Expedia inventory. So you're not booking directly with the hotel, you're actually adding a new intermediary to the long list of intermediaries we already have in travel. So that kind of the travel problem is very far from being solved with Travala. And again, this is probably not a choice of, you know, wanting to be centralized or wanting to help booking or wanting to get in bed with booking. It's just that you can't go to hotels today and say, give me inventory. I'm a new channel. They have their systems. They have their channels. It's really hard to, to get a direct contract with the hotel. So they use what's existing out there. So what is the weak part, in my opinion, of this model? And I'm sure I'm not saying anything offensive, and I'm sure they know this better than me, and they have plans to get ready before, before this happens. So if tomorrow Booking.com, Expedia, or anybody else starts accepting cryptocurrencies and starts accepting as many different kinds of cryptocurrencies as they do, well, they don't have a unique value proposition anymore. Now, how are they actually going to solve this problem? Well, I can suppose, it's my, just my you know, idea, I don't know what they're actually doing, but I can suppose that as growing demographic of people with wallets comes on the market, they're going to try to serve them. So they're going to be you know, first on this new demographic, which is the one which is actually going to allow for a big change in travel. Um, they started like this because this was what you could do at the beginning, and they're probably ready to, to evolve as the market evolves. So we cannot really criticize them for being centralized in some parts or for you know, giving you bookings from booking.com, etc. It's just what you can do today, and they're probably ready for when the market changes, when the market matures. Now, another tricky aspect about being the only one which actually accepts so many cryptocurrencies is that they are solving a problem other people are solving too. Now, for instance, if you have a Binance card and you have your cryptocurrency on Binance, you can pay in crypto already. You put crypto in your card and when you go out to pay, the money is exchanged on the fly from your cryptocurrency to the fiat money you're paying it. So the, the hotel or the OTA or whoever you're paying 
gets fiat money, doesn't even know you have crypto, so it's really easy and normal for them, but you are spending crypto. So if your problem is spending crypto, credit cards are solving this. Credit cards and centralized exchanges together. Binance is not the only one. The only difference is that, yeah, you need to keep your cryptocurrency on Binance. So it's another centralization aspect. If you want to spend your money from your wallet, then those cards don't work. But at the same time, I don't see a big problem in keeping the budget for your travels on a credit card. So on Binance in this case for even a long period of time. If you are a very ideological Web3 user and you just want to keep stuff in your wallet with complete anonymity, fine, that's not a solution for you. But most people, it's perfectly fine to keep a few thousands dollars or whatever you spend per year in, in travel on a, on a card, basically. So that's a solution, again, which, which we are, you know, that, that's where we started in travel. Cryptocurrency, let's pay cryptocurrencies. This is solved. Uh, and so if all your value proposition is you can pay cryptocurrencies, you don't have a very resilient one. But again, I'm sure Travala is looking ahead and it's got ready for reacting as the market evolves. In terms of prices, they are not very often cheaper than, than Booking.com or other OTAs. Uh, they say that they are up to 40% cheaper. But up to means, you know, even if only one hotel was 40% cheaper, they could have this claim. Most of the times, they are not cheaper. Sometimes they are. Sometimes they are more expensive. I've done a few tests with Travala and other decentralized booking platforms. It's really hard to get the hotel you want uh, at a lower price. And sometimes the price is just a little bit lower and it's not even worth it. You just go back to booking or Agoda or whatever you're using. Because it's more comfortable, because you are collecting, you know, points, etc. So price is not what makes you book through these platforms. To be honest, Travala has this very strong token incentive. So if you have a lot of their tokens, then yeah, then you have cash back. There's a, there's a whole series of system, systems to make you get your money back when you travel. So it may be interesting if you are exposed to the token. But as with every token... You know, if it goes down, you're losing money anyway. And if it goes up, yeah, then you make money. So it's not like you get a lot of tokens and you're going to save money on bookings. You save money on bookings only if the token keeps going up or, you know, if you keep it long term. So, again, check it out. Uh, don't expect the price to be the differentiating aspect which makes you stay with them. Uh, certainly, the booking through cryptocurrencies is interesting. And let's see how they adapt to the growing demographic of people with wallets. That's when things are going to be very interesting and very scary for the legacy platforms in the future. The second booking platform I want to talk about today is uh, LockTrip. It's a 2017 ICO uh, to which I participated. It used to be called Lockchain, then because the name probably was too close to blockchain, they changed to Locktrip. And very early on, it became uh, a place where you could book apartments and hotels, especially hotels at the beginning. And um, it, you know, it was a, a kind of a pair with with Travala in terms of timing. Now, Locktrip has a different history. First of all, I, you know, disclose I met them, I met the CEO. 
I again I participated in the in the ICO, which I didn't do with Travala. And um, they made a very similar product to, to Travala uh, with less, less cryptocurrencies you, you can use to pay. And after a while, when Ethereum started to get too expensive, they decided to build their own blockchain. They are from Sofia in Bulgaria. There's a strong community of you know, infrastructure web tree builders here. So other people have built blockchains here. So they went that way and they built their own blockchain called Hydra. Now, the blockchain is alive today, is running. It's trying probably to build an ecosystem. It allows certainly for lower fees. So they have solved the, the gas fee problem. But what happens in the meantime makes me think that maybe that wasn't the best strategy, at least for the you know, lock trade booking platform. Because many other blockchains kind of tried to solve the problem. So there has been, especially last year, there's been this layer one war where many, many other blockchains, you know, tried to solve the problems Ethereum couldn't solve. And it's been a crazy year for all of them, you know, Solana, Terra, Avalanche, and so on. And I haven't heard about Hydra or Hydra, um, their blockchain, probably because it's too early stage. But there's an interesting fact here that an interesting example there's another blockchain project from 2015 if i'm not wrong it's called eternity also from sofia bulgaria they also collected a few millions in an ico not even the 2017 ico but the two years before if i'm not mistaken and they still exist in a way you can look they have you know social network presence they have a website etc but they completely miss the layer one um, explosion of last year. So Logtrip went into developing their own free infrastructure, and that could be both a great thing or a bad thing. We don't know it yet. For sure, if you have your own blockchain, you can dedicate it and, and optimize it for your, your own use cases, right? It's like you build your own private road. On the other hand, you have to find a way for people to come to your road and people are going to ask you questions. How much liquidity is there? How many people use it? How can I go from one blockchain to the other? How are the bridges? Are the bridges trustless, trusted? So many, many technical questions. And it's, it's really hard to bring people to a layer one. And it's a completely different business than building a booking platform. Uh, as I was saying in the beginning, I haven't studied all these projects in, in the last months, so I cannot really say what's happening. I participate to their Hydra token distribution, so I'm going to become a validator or something, I, I suppose. So I follow them closely, but not, not as close as to tell you how, what I think about their, where they are getting, in, in what direction they're going, and how it is going. I cannot do any predictions for them or for anybody else uh, for that matter. But we, it's interesting to see them because one, they are trying to solve the problem of blockchains by building their own. And you know, it could be that in a few years, everybody realizes that's a good way to go and, and everybody will go that way rather than use shared blockchains where ha everything happens like Ethereum. And the other thing is in terms of pricing, I found Logtrip to be cheaper more often than Travala. So I, I was able to find hotels cheaper than booking more often than I could find them on, on Travala. 
Still, the user experience is forced very far from Booking.com or, or other big OTAs because, you know, they, they are experts in this. They had the time to, to tweak them to perfection. So, um, yeah, it's, I still look at them once in a while when I have time and I want to book something expensive so that, the, you know, the, the discount I get from them is, is actually something interesting. Um, and another interesting thing about Logtrip is that they, they have a plan for NFT bookings. If you dig deeper, I think even the blog, you look that they have a whole plan for using NFTs as a representation for nights. I have to be honest, I found this after we came up with the idea. So I'm pretty sure we at Trips community came up with the idea. And I'm pretty sure many people came up with the same idea at the same time. So I don't want to say we were the first. Uh, I just want to say the NFTs for nights is, in my opinion, something worth exploring because many people at the same time got to the conclusion that they can be used as a representation for nights. So it's interesting also to follow what they're doing in this, um, in this field of NFT bookings. Maybe they're going to completely change the way you can do bookings instead of, you know, the OTA approach. They're going to go 100% with the NFT approach. So it's worth checking them out. They are a very good team and they're very dedicated. You know, every time I hear that the 2017-18 ICO period was full of scams, they were all scams, I think about them and say, no, they were not full of scams. Sorry, yes, it was full of scams, but many people were seriously working hard, even if they have millions in the bank they work hard as any startup. So it's really not fair to say startups are in a way good because they go through this you know, VC channel and they are vested and ICOs are not good. It depends. There are a good number of great ICO projects and Logtrip is one of them. The third project I want to talk about is D-Travel. D-Travel is specialized in the vacation rental industry from which um, I'm from. Basically, I'm an expert in vacation rentals. I started in 2001 with my little Airbnb before Airbnb, and I've been in that industry ever since. So even Trips Community itself is a project which at the beginning said we are going to do the decentralized Airbnb. So D-Travel comes from the same area as uh, Travala to the point that for a while I thought it was a sister or daughter company. And um, I've been following it since the beginning. They, they have a token, so they're going to go fully um, tokenized. Um, so they're going to apply all the power of tokenomics for user engagement and, and all the other things we, we talked about in this podcast for a long time. and. Um, I kind of dismissed them after a while because they they started in a bit rocky way. They changed things. They got a bit lost at the beginning. That was my feeling, at least. But I kept following them. Yeah, now I remember. Basically, we created accounts. I shared with other people. I said, go, let's try. These guys are, are for real. They raised, I think, at least $5 million. So this is what we've been trying to do with trips at the beginning. And we, we stopped because the market wasn't ready. Now these guys came into the market. They're doing, they're doing it. They actually could raise money and they are doing it in their own way. So it's certainly a project we in Trips wanted to be part of. So we created our accounts and we uploaded our apartments. And then probably they, they changed something in the software 
and the listings we uploaded were gone. But later they they came back. Basically, they they reinstated them, or maybe I I had just lost them. I don't know. It was a bit messy at the beginning. And and when I say messy, it could be simply that I wasn't following properly. So does don't take it as a as a complaint here. And then I kind of stopped following closely because um, I was waiting for you know something something more concrete than that. And then recently, I had the chance to speak with them. That was in the context of, you know, customer feedback. And it turned out they, they knew the podcast and it turned out they were following me and, and trips. So it was very nice to talk to them. And to my big surprise, they are actually legit in terms of trying to be decentralized. So my feeling was like, okay. Lots of, you know, buzzwords as DAO going around, but nothing really concrete. And I, I was completely wrong. Those guys are serious about that. They, they are doing the effort. And you know, if you want to be decentralized, it's hard. So, of course, you start by saying, we are decentralized, we are a DAO. And then before this happens, a lot of time passes. The same happened with trips. It's really hard to decentralize properly. So yeah, I got excited again about this project. Um, now I think they are trying to see the best way to onboard properties. Again, they are just vacation rentals. They are not hotels. So you need to onboard every single property or every single property manager. And you need to look at the best softwares to, to integrate. So you can integrate like a, through a channel manager or a PMS. You can theoretically integrate many properties at the same time. So they are doing this kind of research, and uh, I'll, I'll be following them. Um, I was really happy to see this was a serious project. And uh, yeah, the, the fact that I had this idea was because I followed them a bit closely at the beginning, and then they went ahead for, with a more like independent from Travala, as I understand, uh, road, and that's where they, they, came, they became more serious about decentralization and, and other stuff. So they are definitely a company you want to you wanna look at. You want to probably upload properties if you have. You can get tokens. I got a few of their uh, tra um, travel token, TRVL, as a bonus for uploading a property. I think I also got some referral. So yeah, definitely interesting. And you should check them out. They are the closest thing to a vacation rental specific OTA in the Web3 travel space. The last company I want to talk about uh, is Winding Tree. Winding Tree is another ICO from 2018. I participated in that ICO, and they are in these four the most committed to the decentralization um, aspect of, of, of travel, basically. So they started for many years, they worked through. Um, business to business. So they work with companies like airlines and trying to give them access to a decentralized inventory. Uh, their um, main value proposition has always been, let's have decentralized inventory. So there's no more um, fragmentation in the market. And they did several partnerships. I think the last one was with American Airlines, etc. cetera. Um, but it got interesting in the last few days I, when they decided to launch a booking platform where you can book a hotel in a completely decentralized way. Now, 
this is impossible, right? Because we said, if there's no market, if the market doesn't have wallets, this cannot be done. And so what they did is actually to make it possible, they did a booking platform specifically for attendees to crypto conferences. There is right now a very important Ethereum conference in Amsterdam. It's called DevConnect. And you could book hotels through their platform. It's called WinSO, W-I-N-S-O. This platform has been talked about for a while. I remember talking to Max, the, the, the founder, uh, a few months ago when he was trying to uh, get involved in the travel industry. I don't know how did that one ended. Uh, but basically, they launched it, and you can, I think now all the hotels are booked, but you could a few days ago booked for, uh, book a hotel through their platform, paying in DAI, which is the stablecoin on the Gnosis chain, former XDAI chain. And basically, you pay the money, the money goes in a contract, and then it's, it's uh, unlocked when you scan your NFT at the reception, something like that. I talked to the guys a few days ago, and that's what I understood. The interesting aspect here is that it is completely decentralized, right? It means once you do these transactions, there's no company behind it who can stop him, stop them. So the relationship is between you, the hotel, and the smart contract. Now, I don't know how decentralized really it is. When you develop these things, you try to keep it flexible. Maybe they can still unblock funds in case something happens. That's not really important at this stage because it's experimental but it's experimental but real you can actually spend a thousand dollars in a booking and you're actually moving real money for a real booking you get this nft i think the nft represents the booking too and that's i'm not sure about that but i'm sure that you can use it at the reception to check in which is interesting now by targeting ethereum conference users the the wallet problem is solved on the demand side, right? Now, how do you solve it on the, on the hospitality side? Well, you just work with a few hotels. I think they have a couple or something. Uh, you have to teach the hotel, teach the reception. You basically have to do a lot of work to, to make them accept this. And they also made this crazy deal for 50% on the price. I'm not sure if it's 50% compared to booking or, or the walking price. Still, it's the cheapest price you can get, right? So. Um, of course, this is not scalable at the level of you know, an OTA, but it's the first experiment with a real booking on a decentralized system through smart contracts. For that reason, it's very interesting. And they are going to replicate this in other conferences. There's already a couple. I can't remember where. One is in Italy, and the other one I don't remember where. And yeah, they're definitely interesting to follow. Um, if you want to see how this space is going to, to grow, what the problems are, for instance, there's a problem here in the fact that it's on a chain, which is not the Ethereum mainnet. So you, you know, most people won't have DAI. Sorry, they won't have XDAI. I said DAI before. No, it's XDAI. It's the DAI on the Gnosis chain. So most people won't have them. They will need to bridge the money from Ethereum or some other chain, and, and then they can spend the money. So it, through these experiments, like live experiments, there's a lot to be learned. You, you learn what works, what doesn't work, what can change, how scalable it is. So it's definitely extremely interesting. So to sum it up, we have seen four different companies at the different levels, different positions on the decentralization ladder. We went from the most centralized Travala, which is also the one with 
which which has the most volume to the most decentralized which is winding tree win.so project which has very few bookings for sure uh, because it's really decentralized and it's very very location and event specific and in the middle we have seen uh, lock trip which is a bit more decentralized if you want that's debatable actually uh, from Travala, but they, they build their own blockchain. And then you have D-Travel, which is verticalized on the vacation rental market, so the Airbnb market, if you want to call it like this. And at the same time, they are doing a serious effort at uh, being a DAO and decentralized aspects of, of the project. So uh, four very interesting projects. I am convinced these are four out of a thousand in a few years. I don't know if any of these will be the winner. I'm sure the people in these projects will be winners because the amount of information and knowledge they are gathering by doing these things is going to be very easy to um, sell somewhere else when a new company comes out or many of these people, maybe they will launch companies, um, especially, I suppose, if they are on the decentralized side where it's much easier to launch something because you are just uh, forking the contracts and the front ends. So it's, it's starting. We are at the beginning of, uh, sorry for the word, it's always the same, the Cambrian explosion of decentralized Web3 travel projects. It's just the beginning. Uh, and as I said a few times, that's, that's when we start having fun. And uh, again, just to repeat this for a million times, it all depends on people having wallets or it depends on centralized companies being able to show a custodial version of digital assets. So, you know, NFTs custodied by the company for you. We don't know where this is going. This is, again, it's an explosion. So you don't know, you can't say, it's going to go in that direction. It's going to go in every direction. It hasn't really started to attract capital yet. You've heard Travala has raised 5 million. Uh, Log Trip at the time, 9 million. And Winding Tree, a few million. Travala, probably a bit more. But this is still nothing compared, compared to the startup world in the travel industry, right? So it's uh, interesting to follow them because it prepares you for what's going to happen in the next years. All right, this is the end of today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. For more insights on Web3, follow me on Twitter at TripLuca, T-R-I-P-L-U-C-A, and see you next time.